Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. Hello, my friends. JT DeBolt with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Live. You know what that means. It's time to come together and talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and, of course, living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And as always, the High Altitude Mentorship Show brought to you by FlyWithJT.com. That is FlyWithJT.com, where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, as well as stay connected to everything that is going on in the high-altitude community. Lots of cool stuff coming down the road, including next Tuesday. going to be doing a special training about shifting the momentum in the second half of 2016. If you go over to flywithjt.com, I promise you we will keep you all up to speed on that. We're going to be doing it at 6 p.m. Eastern next Tuesday. So stay tuned and uh, get yourself registered for that awesome training. You know, it's easy to allow our daily habits to slide. We can let things slide can let it derail our success when we do. After all, if you think about it, our behaviors are really the byproduct of our habits, and our habits are the byproduct of our beliefs. And our beliefs are literally the offspring of our character and our values. So it all begins at the character level. And if we start allowing things to slide from there, that's where the derailure of our success, the derailment rather, of success occurs. It's very easy to allow a small slip to turn into a massive slide. could be in our health. You know, we look back at pictures of ourselves back when we were half our age, and we go, man, look at how young and healthy I was back then. Look how much less weight I was carrying. And what's crazy is in a lot of cases, back in those days, we may have said to ourselves, man, I really need to lose some weight. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? But over time, we allow things to slip. We allow one more notch on the belt, you know, to... To, to be acceptable. We allow a few extra pounds on the scale to be acceptable. Uh, we'll just shop for new clothes, right? The same thing happens in our relationship. We start off madly in love or totally connected to that friend or that person or that partner. And all of a sudden, over time, it just sort of becomes almost like rote memorization. We're just kind of going through the motions. It happens in finances. It happens in our careers. It happens in almost every aspect of human life if we allow it to. The question is, how do we avoid these things before they happen? How do we avoid that massive slide before it starts? How can we create the stopgap, if you will, early and ensure that we live that high-performance life that we want? Well, I'm going to give you seven toxic behaviors that high-performers avoid, but more importantly, I'm going to tell you what they do differently. I'm going to tell you what the high-performers do instead of allowing these seven toxic behaviors to, to be a part of their lives. And I want you to kind of listen in as we go through these and ask yourself how many, if not all of them, hopefully none of them, but how many of these show up in your life? How many of them are in your life right now? And is this a temporary thing or is it, are these things, have they you know, sort of taken root in your life? 
Think about that as we discuss this. Number one is self-doubt. The first toxic behavior that high performers avoid is self-doubt because, frankly, it's the apex predator of success and happiness. Self-doubt is the thing that will absolutely kill off any measure of success and happiness. Now, I'm not saying you won't have any happiness. There are people that have a ton of self-doubt that are relatively happy people, decently self-adjusted people, right? But I'll tell you, it really holds you back if you're spending your life in a sense of self-doubt where you think, I would, but, I wish I could, but. And a lot of times we kind of go through this tape in our mind, that tape that plays back all the memories of things that have gone bad, not just for ourselves, but for other people. And we start to doubt. We think, man, if it happened to them, it could possibly happen to us. So at its very root, self-doubt, as I said, it's the apex predator for success and for happiness. Now, high performers avoid this because what they'd rather do is work on building their self-esteem instead because there's, there's a difference between self-esteem and self-doubt or self-belief, if you want to think of self-belief as the opposite of self-doubt. So you can, you can have self-belief. You can even have self-confidence. But self-esteem is something completely different because we can be situationally confident. In the moment, we can feel amazing about ourselves and about our circumstances when the money's flowing in, when business is kicking butt, when our relationships are on fire, we think, man, I've got the, the tail, the tiger by the tail. I got the world in my, you know, the world is my oyster, as we say. But frankly, high performers realize that it's about self-esteem. It's about having that true sense of self-honor and self-value at the core level, the DNA level, knowing that the situation doesn't dictate how we feel about ourselves. It might influence it slightly. But we as high performers realize that, listen, you've got to believe in yourself. You've got to have a sense of self-worth. You've got to have a sense of self-value. And that's all a measure of self-esteem. And that's what helps conquer and defeat self-doubt. You're always going to have it from time to time. There are going to be times where, especially when you're starting something new, even a high performer, when they're starting something new, launching a new business, writing a new book, seeking out that person, that soulmate, there are times in the very beginning when the self-doubt might be evident. You know, it might come through a little bit. But high performers find a way to get away from that very quickly. They're in and out of it in a matter of moments. So just realize that it's one of the seven toxic behaviors that can absolutely crush a dream. Number two is comparing themselves to others or comparing self to others. Perhaps the most inaccurate gauge of success there is. Now, we can use all kinds of measures for success. We can say, okay, well, look, I can see over time since, the, you know, 12 months ago on this very date, I was not as far along as I am now. That's a great measure for success. You could be measuring your finances. You could be measuring your fitness. You could be measuring almost anything. And if you use your past experience, your past level of performance as the gauge, now you've got something. High performers avoid talking themselves to others because they'd rather prepare or rather, you know, kind of draft their own version of who they want to be, their best version of themselves, and work hard daily to get to that measure, to get to that point. So a high performer may look at where they were, you know, a year ago, six months ago, 180 days ago, and say, okay, great, where were we? And what have I done? How have I grown? How have I 
you know, how have I uh, progressed? What are the things that need to happen in order for me to get where I really want to be? They sit down, they're very creative, they're very clear, they're very concise in what they want to achieve and who they want to become, the best version of themselves. But it's not a comparison to other people, see? That's the most important thing. They're not looking and saying, well, my neighbor, you know, he owns a Bentley. I need to go out and get myself a Bentley. Uh, you know, that country club that seems to be where everybody's hanging out, I need to become a measure of the, uh, member of the country club so I can measure up. High performers don't do that. High performers say, this is my life. These are the things that are important to me, my family, whatever it is, and this is how I'm going to build and create my ideal life based on my ideal version of myself. Number three of the toxic behaviors is getting angry over things that are out of our control. High performers avoid this altogether. By far, this is one of the biggest wastes of time is to kind of lose our happiness over things that we are absolutely out of our control. There's a lot of stuff going on in the news today, uh, these days. I mean, not just today, this day, but I'm talking about overall, talking about politics, talking about how you know, certain people are, are doing things and not being punished for them, or the climate, the, the environment, or the economy, all these negative things if you go into that. But how much of that can you directly influence? Yeah, we can make smart choices, smart lifestyle, lifestyle choices that, that will over time impact the bigger picture. Absolutely, we have a responsibility in that. But to get wrapped up in the way things are right now and to get angry about it, to get frustrated, to somehow become discouraged by it, that is not going to help move you forward. High performers avoid media, negative influences, toxic people, etc. altogether, and they focus on solutions. There's a big difference between looking at the things that are negative, things that aren't so great, and obsessing over those and saying, it's not fair. There's an injustice here. What's wrong with our, with our system? But what a high performer does is step, the, step aside. They remove themselves from that and say, how can we create solutions? How can we create a better world? Now, you don't have to go into politics to make a better world. You don't have to go into science and technology to make a better world. You can do whatever it is you do, your passion. You do your thing, you do your dream, your mission, and when you accomplish that mission, hell, you don't even have to accomplish it yet. Just the pursuit of your mission makes the world a better place. It demonstrates the excellence of the human spirit. That's what's most interesting. I, that's what I'm most interested in, at least, is watching people do what they want to do on, the, on a level that they're excited about. Right? When they elevate their level of their own brand of excellence, that, to me, is, is exciting. That is the juice of life, watching people be the best versions of themselves all the time. The next toxic behavior that high performers avoid is hunting for shortcuts. Now, don't get me wrong. High performers are efficient, and they strive for streamlining. Right? They strive to streamline their actions on a daily basis. So it's not that, you know, Having a shortcut's a bad thing. It's just that when we seek out shortcuts, when we seek out the quick fix, when we succumb to the microwave society and the belief systems that, oh, we've got to have it now, we've got to have it quick, we've got to have it guaranteed and all these things. High performers know, though, that anything worth having takes time. It takes sacrifice. It takes hard work. It takes, it takes risk. You've got to be willing to take risk in life. One of the saddest things is to watch a person avoid their best and highest potential simply because they don't want to take the risk. They don't want to be wrong. They don't want to fail. They don't want to lose. 
they see coming up short as a loss. They, they see coming up short as a failure. They see coming up short as a massive blow to their, to their identity, to what they believe about themselves. But frankly, high-altitude people realize and high-performance people realize that it's not about that. They don't create their identity around their failures or their successes. They create their identity based on their value and their character. And really, at the end of the day, isn't that what, what ultimately it comes down to? When you were searching for shortcuts, when we're constantly looking for an easy way out, it's hard to be our best selves. Our best selves are forged under the pressure of the grind. It's forged under the journey that is not just the smooth path, but sometimes the rough seas. That's what helps create and, and, and make us more aware of who we really are at our core. The fifth toxic behavior is blaming others. Now, I have to tell you, this is probably one of the biggest wastes of creativity ever. It's, it's one of the greatest probably creations of, you know, or inventions of mankind there ever has been to destroy creativity or to be a, let's say this, to be a waste of creativity because I've seen people become very creative with how they can shed blame, blaming other people for their circumstances, blaming other people for their results, blaming other people for their lack of whatever. It's one of the biggest wastes of creativity since everything in your life is up to you. And high performers know that. High performers know that accepting 100% responsibility is the answer. It's not just the answer to better performance. It's not just an answer to, to better results. It's, a, it's the answer to a happier life, to more fulfillment, to more freedom, to more peace. Inner peace, true inner peace is actually possible when we stop trying to point the finger. We spend so much time, so much energy in creation creativity, trying to find a scapegoat for our pain, for our disappointment, for our shame. What if instead we just took 100% responsibility and said, from this day forth, I will create a better world for myself. I will create better results. I'll create a better life. I'll create a better health for myself, whatever it might be, instead of blaming other people, blaming the government, blaming, blaming corporations. High performers know that it means coming down to taking 100% responsibility. The sixth of the seven toxic behaviors is indecision. I'm talking about spinning our wheels, making the I'll think about it false promise. You know, that's the false promise. One of the biggest false promises we can make is the, oh, let me give it some time to think about this, or I'll think about it. Now, it's nice on paper, and it sounds nice rolling off the tongue. I'll think about it. It even sounds authoritative, doesn't it? Well, I need some time to consider this. I need some time to do my due diligence. That's another good word. Now, if you do the due diligence, if you actually do the work, if you actually go through the process and earnestly, open-mindedly, open-heartedly go through and, and, and do the due diligence and actually do the deep thinking, the critical thinking, then that's fantastic. That's great. That's something that you'll find high performers do, and perhaps you're doing that yourself. But to be indecisive, to spin our wheels and to say, ah, I don't know, what do you think? And constantly be looking for somebody else to make those decisions for us or to validate our ideas or to validate the way we're thinking or to validate our intended decision is a huge waste of time. High performers, on the contrary, are quick to decide and slow to change their mind. They know what they want from life. They seek it out. I was talking about this on a recent program uh, for the Mach 1 Mastery. 
I was talking about fear and how fear a lot of times is used by advertisers to get you to buy their stuff. And what's crazy is it's actually created a whole, uh, I guess, society, if you will, of consumerism. This attitude that we're just going to buy, buy, buy things. And maybe a better way to look at it is to be a buyer instead of a consumer. Because a consumer will just consume whatever. They'll just grab any shiny object. But a buyer is actually looking for that thing that they really want. I don't want to call them an investor because investing is a completely different you know, discipline, if you will. But if you were a buyer, you would know exactly what you want from life, whether it be in the grocery store, the kind of car you want to drive, whatever it is you want to live, how you want to live your life, and you seek it out. And when you find it, you may say to yourself, "Up, oh, it's not in my budget yet, but I'll figure out a way to make it happen. Right? Whereas a consumer is just constantly consuming, sometimes to their detriment. The indecision that people have leads them to that. The indecision says, well, I've got to do something even if it's wrong. Whereas high performers know exactly what they want. They're quick to decide. They say, that's what I want. That's what I'm going for. And they're very slow to change their mind because they're resolute in their beliefs. They're resolute in what they really want. Now, the seventh of the seven toxic behaviors, the final one, is complaining. Gosh, man, this has got to be the single biggest time and energy waster on planet Earth. Complaining. Because the energy that goes into complaining about how bad something is, the energy that goes into making up all these stories about how horrible the situation is or life is or how unfair things have been, that is stuff that could be converted. In fact, high performers are amazing at converting that frustration and that disappointment into forward action. The forward action is what actually takes away half the pain that we're complaining about anyway. To physically be moving forward creates that level of confidence, that level of certainty. It creates that level of purpose. And in that space that has the, the purpose and the certainty and the confidence, that's a place where complaining has no room. So you have to make that critical decision. Do you want to be a complainer or do you want to be a solution maker? Do you want to be a complainer or do you want to be somebody who's out there making it happen, finding a way to create the answer these seven toxic behaviors are things that not only high performers avoid, but we should all avoid. We should, you, frankly, we need to start seeing ourselves as high performers, and I know you do. That's why you come to the call each and every single Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. And so make sure that these seven toxic behaviors are completely eradicated from your life. Instead, start looking at how the high performers elevate themselves beyond and above these things and start living that life that you are destined to live the high-performance, high-altitude life. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you here each and every single Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern right here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com, download a complimentary copy of Flight Plan to Success, and remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>